And welcome to this week's edition of Style and Empowerment Chat with Lauren Friends. I just want to start off this week at a special moment. So this week uh, marks the sixth anniversary of Style and Empowerment Chat with Lauren Friends Radio. Yay! So I want to say a special thank you to all uh, my listeners around the world who've been part of our journey and grows. I want to thank all of our stations, uh, Take It to the Streets Radio, Lady C, uh, WHTL Urban Radio, Wallow Archer, Downtown Hot Radio, uh, London Energy Radio, The Hits uh, Radio in London, all my listeners and avid followers uh, with... uh, FM World Pakistan, The Voice, I thank you for all of your fan mail and all the ways you just reach out and support the show. Also, of course, our international distributors, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Alexa, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, What am I forgetting? Am I forgetting something? (laughs) And, uh, you know, I say this uh, just to inspire you to pursue your own own dreams and goals. You know, I started this show out six years ago uh, on, on one station. Uh, station doesn't exist anymore. I went to a second station. That station doesn't exist anymore. You know, nothing of great value comes without obstacles and, you know, potholes along the way. But it's how we pick ourselves up and learn from the obstacles and don't get, you know, stuck for too long and the frustration and, you know, anger when things don't go our way or come to us at the time that we're, we're hoping for, you know, steady the course. You know, it's, it's about the things that you learn along the way. I'm just so thankful. 
and grateful to all of our stations uh, that uh, stand behind and distribute our show. All the great people that I've been able to meet and guests and um, things in our community that I've been able to throw support behind and shed light to and just all the amazing places that I've been able <laughs> to have entry to as press. You know, we've had so many wonderful and enriching guests, um, and it's just been a wonderful experience, and I, I value all of our listeners and your feedback and your questions and all your suggestions, and, you know, I just hope to inspire each and every one of you every day <clears throat> to love yourself, to not give up. You know, many people along the, my journey uh, in this business have, have tried to get me to give up or think that, you know, I, I'm not good enough or because you know, you're different, you're not going to succeed, right? Or, you know, pretend to be your friend just because they see you as competition and try and knock you off your spot. And, you know, you have to learn a lot of different things besides the hard skills of producing a show. If you're gonna be in any kind of public eyes, or fashion, music, art, any kind of entrepreneurial endeavor, it's also learning the skills of uh, how to deal with constructively people who let you down, people who mislead you, yeah. people who pretend to be your supporters, but they're really trying to sabotage you, you know, or get in your head and have you self-doubt. No, so it, there's a lot that comes with it. It's not just the glitz and the glam and the red carpets and meeting these people and this and that. And even, even with that, it takes a lot of hard work, determination, and grit and believing in yourself. Because oftentimes in route to get those different meetings and, and passes and things, you have to deal with a lot of people behind the scenes that aren't professional, aren't always honest. <laughs> you know, give you the runaround, you know that they're lying to you. <laughs> and you have to find a way to, to navigate through that, be professional. Um, and, and there's there's a lot that goes goes on behind the scenes of, of having a brand, going after your goals. Oftentimes people just see the finished product and think, oh, that's easy and fun. <laughs> they don't see the hours and hours that go into it uh, behind the scenes all the communication the emails the trying to balance things around your other life all all the hustle and and I say that to all my station managers that I see you I appreciate all your grind and hustle and hard work that it takes to not only build but maintain stations and provide the platforms for us to be on you know, it's not just showing up and clicking a switch. <laughs> you know, there's a lot that, that goes into it, marketing, um, contracts, all these different things. But I say all those things to say that if you have passion for something and, and you know it's your calling because despite being tired or exhausted, you find a way to get past that, you know, to show up and be there. You know, you'll teach yourself these things. You'll you'll enrich yourself and, and better yourself and find a way to get around the obstacles. And that's where the growth is. 
you know, stretching yourself. And then on the other side, you could say, wow, I did that. Or, you know, last year I didn't know how to do this and that. And look, I taught myself this and that. That's pretty awesome. Or I didn't have to hire someone to do this and that. You know, as an entrepreneur, especially when you're on a budget, you have to teach yourself to do as much as possible. But there's also empowerment in that, you know, because you're able to do things for yourself. And that whatever lane you're walking in life, being self-sufficient and being able to control the quality of what you're doing is the biggest reward. Uh, you know that there is so uh, i'm uh, just thankful of all our listeners and sponsors and supporters uh starting out six years ago and now uh to be an international brand with over a million listeners having amazing guests uh celebrities on our show uh winning awards you know it's just uh i feel very blessed and thankful the show truly is my joy, and it brings me joy to bring other people joy and enlightenment and fun and, and, and some things to make you think. And so I'm just really excited uh, to still be here after six years. There are many people I started out with um, uh, who, who aren't in the game anymore. And, you know, it feels good to still be standing and not only standing, but growing. And I'm just very excited uh, just to continue to grow the brand each year and where it'll take us and to stand behind important things in the community. Um, and, you know, just share this journey uh, with all of you. So thank you to all of our guests, our sponsors, our stations and our listeners for six years of style and empowerment chat with Laura and friends. So uh, now uh, moving on to, to some more news. Uh, so uh, spring is around the corner. So, you know, we want to feel fresh and, uh, and beautiful. You know, sundress uh, season is right around the corner. Uh, weather here has been kind of crazy. Like it's supposed to be 70 today, but it's a little chilly this morning. So, you know, it's all over the place. Sometimes you just don't know how to dress. But, you know, we, uh, we had some crazy rain uh, over the weekend. So happy to finally see some sunshine. Um, so now let's spotlight on some uh, beauty entrepreneurs. So I'm really excited uh, to talk about this. So award-winning, uh, groundbreaking R&B songstress, Toni Braxton, who of course we know for her many hits, Breathe Again, Unbreak My Heart, um, it wasn't man enough for me uh, freeway I mean so many amazing hits uh, of course babyface was a big part of uh, Tony Braxton's uh, hitting major mainstream success she's won BT icon awards Grammy awards all kinds of awards and of course I've um, been the co-star of the long-running uh, reality TV show Braxton family values well and now uh, Tony Braxton has inked a deal with accelerate 360 uh, to expand the distribution 
of her company, TMB Beauty. Uh, so she just launched um, last year uh, her vegan skincare line, Nude Sugar, along with her fragrance, Breathe. Of course, a throwback to her, her huge hit, Breathe Again. Um, so since launching Nude Sugar in 2021, the brand has uh, delivered luxury skincare to all types of women within their homes. But now, uh, the, with this exciting deal that she just inked with 360, they will be uh, enabling her to distribute her line Nude Sugar uh, to all the stores across the country and other retailers. So that is quite a feat um, of like really putting her on, on par with Rihanna and Fenty Beauty. That within one year of her releasing her skincare line, that it's now going to be available in major retailers. Like that is a, a huge accomplishment, especially for a female entrepreneur in, in the beauty game. Like that's something that doesn't happen usually for brands, maybe five, six, ten years once they build a big following. I, I do really also attribute this to Rihanna and her success because she's proving that women can start companies, uh, beauty, skincare, makeup, clothing, that they can start companies and be a real business force. So now investors are looking at other, other women, entertainers, whatnot, who want to jump into that game and having faith that they can deliver the money. It's just like in movies, you know, when you have the first woman that say gets a multi-million dollar paycheck and then the movie's released and then it does really well at the box office, that woman is the woman who opens up the door for other women to be able to get the same kind of paycheck. So, uh, and apparently Tony is going to be releasing multiple fragrances and, and is just getting started um, with a whole list of beauty and skincare products that she'll be releasing. So that's really exciting. And it makes sense because Tony Braxton has been a huge music icon for over 20 years and has a really huge build-in fan base. So you know that this brand is just going to continue uh, to be very successful. I'm excited to see how it grows. Now, in other groundbreaking entrepreneurs um, and, and uh, beauty and, and fashion icons and influencers, rapper, actress, uh, record producer, media mogul Queen Latifah just announced this week that she is returning as a CoverGirl spokeswoman. So, of course, CoverGirl has had many iconic celebrities and models and influencers uh, as uh, brand ambassadors uh, with their tagline, you know, you're worth it. Um, and so uh, Queen Latifah and CoverGirl had paired up 
in 2006 and collaborated with the CoverGirl campaign, as well as launching the brand's first uh, um, makeup and foundation line called the Queen Collection, which provided uh, neutral foundation shades for women of all colors. And it, this was the first time CoverGirl had had the foresight. I mean, you know, when we talk about these stories, it's good, but also annoying because you think, well, this isn't a revolutionary uh, thought. This should be automatically happening. You know, our, our world is made up of lots of different beautiful skin tones that aren't just different shades of white. So you would think it would be automatic that all these major uh, cosmetic companies would provide foundation for different shades um, of skin tones beyond white because uh, we're made up of a beautiful array of, uh, of human beings on this planet. Um, but uh, 2006 was the first uh, collection of foundation that CoverGirl had manufactured to cater to black, brown, and Asian uh, skin tones. And that was the Queen Collection in partnership with Queen Latifah, which was phenomenally successful, uh, of course, because uh, there was a, a big need for it. And um, also, uh, I'm on, you know, the supermodel. She was one of the first uh, makeup companies to make foundation in various skin tones for women of color and then the Queen Collection followed shortly thereafter and then of course uh, Rihanna um, when she came out with Fancy Beauty uh, included a whole rainbow of foundation and, and powder uh, tones because you know, just like with stockings and shoes Nude is a different color for everybody. Um, I, you know, I'm glad that uh, these companies are finally waking up to that, but it's also sad and frustrating that it took to the, you know, the 2000s for people to, to wake up to the fact that, you know, not, not everybody is a, a shade of one type of skin tone. Um, everybody should be able to go to the makeup counter and find a product that gives them the coverage that they want in in the tones that you know suit their tone. So uh, Queen Latifah is very excited to partner back up with CoverGirl. Everybody's kind of waiting uh, with anticipation to see if they're going to launch another makeup line together. And of course, now the landscape is different than it was in 2006. Now you have multiple brands that cater to all skin tones, which is exciting. You know, the more brands, the better, because uh, we want options. And uh, additional options, Alicia Keys, um, who of course launched her skincare line, Keys Soul Care, earlier this year. She just released a new makeup collection called Make You, consisting of lip balm, brow gel, uh, a cheek tint, an illuminating serum. So these are all vegan friendly products. But you know, there's been a lot of chatter 
uh, the past couple days since this line's been released. She actually, Alicia wore um, her, her makeup brand uh, to her red carpet appearance last week at the Met Gala, where she just was stunning. Oh my God, she was one of my favorite, uh, best dressed. She had that, a beautiful silver metallic uh, strapless gown and then this cape that wrapped around half of her body and it had all it was black and all in rhinestones it had the new york city skyline it's just fantastic and then of course blake lively um who was one of my best dressed uh just fantastic she also was uh paying tribute to the architecture of new york city uh her train actually converted and as she was trying to you know depict the copper uh, of the buildings and the New York skyline and the Statue of Liberty and um, the constellations in, in the, in the uh, New York train station. And so the, her train actually converted and changed colors. It was just gorgeous. Um, but uh, you, many of you may know that a couple of years ago, Alicia Keys came out and said that she was no longer wearing makeup. She was against wearing makeup and, you know, about being your natural self. And then she was going on all these uh, talk shows, encouraging women to not wear makeup. And then she was going to all these different appearances, quote, not wearing makeup. But if you looked at her pictures closely, she always did have a little bit of makeup on. It might not have been heavy. She might have had like a translucent um, foundation, but she had a little bit of makeup on, which always kind of struck me as odd. Well, why are you talking about don't wear makeup and be free and all this stuff? Um, but she had makeup on. And then I felt here and there kind of went to a, a little extreme where she could have been interpreted as as saying that well if you wear makeup you're not in touch with yourself you don't love yourself but you know there's uh, some women out there who truly love makeup they're not trying to cover themselves up you know the makeup is fun and brings them joy and it's way to uh, be creative and show different sides of themselves, you know, and oftentimes in day jobs, it's part of your dress code that they expect you to wear makeup to the office, you know. Not all of us are millionaires where we can make our own decisions, you know. Many of us punch in and have to follow the rules of a corporation, and oftentimes for women, in that dress code is that you have to wear makeup, you know. So within that, you have to comply while still being yourself. Um, so a lot of people are kind of chattering on social media right now, like, well, wait a minute. She said that, you know, she was against makeup, but now she's coming out with a makeup line. Like, all of her line is very, like, um, vegan and thin, kind of transparent, so meant to not be as heavy as regular makeup. Um, and she had said in a, a, some recent interview that, well, she had had a lot of struggle coming to terms with herself and on her own beauty standards. And the whole, oh, well, don't wear makeup is was part of her journey to finding, her, you know, herself. Um, but I think we all as women on that journey and sometimes how we feel at one stage of our life isn't how 
we feel at the other stage. But I think the most important message here is the power of, of being an entrepreneur and making your own decisions that we all should have the same things available to us that you know uh, every form of beauty is beautiful and that it's you know to the individual woman to decide some women are very high glam like myself but I also at times you know like today I'm not wearing any makeup but I'll go out to an appearance and I also love getting all, all jazzed up and that that is, is who we all are we all have multiple sides and moods and ways in which we express ourselves and I think it's a, a good thing to have many options because we all have many sides of ourselves and and it's great to be able to support uh, female entrepreneurs and you know positive messages so you know I'm uh, excited uh, for all, all these great women out there uh, breaking ground for other women and, and giving us things to to uh pamper ourselves with and and have fun with so you know cheers to all the all the beauty entrepreneurs out there so we're gonna take our first musical break when we come back we'll um we'll be talking about some music and entertainment news and uh, then of course this month is uh, mental health awareness month uh, so we'll be talking about some important things there uh so uh, let's get all uh, started with some good vibes and we'll be back with more style and empowerment chat with lauren friends radio as we celebrate year six I'm going on during this time. I feel there's no one to save me. This all and nothing really got away, driving me crazy. I need somebody to hear, somebody to know, somebody to have, somebody to hold. It's easy to say. But it's never the same I guess I kinda like the way you know Though the pain, now the day bleeds Into nightfall And you're not here to get me through it all I let my gut down And then you pull the rug I was getting kinda used to being someone you love I'm going under this time I feel there's no one to turn to This all and nothing we have loving Go be sleeping without you now I need somebody to know Somebody to hear Somebody to have Just to know how it feels It's easy to say But it's never the same I guess I kinda like the Escape now the day bleeds into nightfall, and you're not here to get me through it all. I let my gun down, and then you pull the rug. I was getting kind of used to being so
into nightfall You know I'm here to get me through it all Let my guard down And then you pull the rug I was getting kinda used to being so what you love But now the day bleeds into nightfall If I woke up without you, I don't know what I would do. Thought I could be single forever till I met you. Usually don't be falling, be falling, falling fast. You got a way of keeping me coming back to back. I just found out the only reason that you love me was to get back at your ex lover. But before you leave, usually I would never, would never even care. Maybe I know you're creeping. I feel it in the air. Every night and every day.
some music news so uh, bad boy uh, uh, music icon record mogul um, uh, actor um, just uh, culture influencer Sean Diddy Combs just made a pretty big announcement yesterday he just inked a record deal with Motown Records which is pretty um, just exciting. Uh, of course, he founded Bad Boy Records, which launched the career of uh, Danity Kane and Notorious B.I.G., uh, Craig Mack, uh, did uh, collaborations with Mariah Carey, uh, and uh, so many huge groups uh, and then he had many uh, solo successful solo albums himself and then he sold the bad boy label and his clothing line Sean John and then uh, recently bought it back uh, but now he's inked a deal with Motown Records, who, of course, is the iconic historic label that created the Motown sound and also launched the careers of many of today's icons like Boys to Men, Neo. Um, they were all signed to, to Motown in uh, the 90s and early 2000s. So uh, Diddy announced uh, the launch of Love Records, because you know now you He's calling himself uh, brotherly love and and love 
um, of which is a new R&B label, and will it'll release his first album uh, in over ten years. Um, and a one-time album deal was Motown. Uh, the new label will be dedicated primarily to R&B music and uh, will release singles and collaborative projects uh, from a collection of top-tier producers, artists, and songwriters. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see uh, what the sound of this new label is going to be, because, uh, of course, Bad Boy, uh, their music always had more of an urban street edge. Um, of course, Bad Boy launched Mary J. Blige and many other icons. And then Motown was has been known over the decades to have more of a lush, traditional R&B sound. So it's going to be interesting to see um, just how they hybrid together um, and uh, what and Diddy's new music is going to sound like. Of course, uh, uh, Diddy's also hosting this year's Billboard Music Awards. Um, so he's kind of, you know, relaunching uh, himself out there so uh, it'll be interesting to see his uh, and hear his uh, new sounds um, and now um, <clears throat> pop pop rock uh, star Halsey uh, has uh, been in the news this week and she uh, has uh, been uh, discussing uh, publicly uh, for the first time that she has been dealing with many food allergies uh, that you know have been affecting her health and uh, dealing with uh, various health problems I mean you know, food allergies are nothing to mess around with. Um, and uh, she said that since she's given birth, that she's been hospitalized uh, several times. And, you know, th these food allergies aren't a joke because if you e eat the wrong thing, you can go into aphylactic shock. And unfortunately, a lot of times, you don't know you have allergies until you have a exposure to it which it just makes it even more uh, stressful and especially when you're an entertainer or an athlete diet is so much a part of your life because your body your voice it, it, it is your income so you know when you when you have severe allergies uh, which is a, a you know anything with allergies is an autoimmune uh condition it can make it really hard to do business because you never know when you're going to get a flare-up um and even you know just a non-famous person in your everyday life you know you can eat the wrong thing and then you get intestinally sick or it affects your breathing and you know you got to go to work and maybe you're not in a situation where you have uh, PTO and uh, you know so it's is really important when you have these kinds of conditions to monitor what what you eat and sometimes even that can get really really taxing and stressful where you can feel like, geez, I just want to eat whatever I want like everybody else can. Um, because when you have these these 
different types of food allergies. It, it can be quite taxing, you know, having to research all the ingredients, maybe not as freely being able to go out to restaurants because you don't know what the ingredients are, you know, but um, yeah, we really have to have self-monitoring in these situations uh, so you don't get, you know, extremely sick. Um, and of course, when you're pregnant, there's a period there where your immune system is very sensitive and can be very easily compromised. Uh, so, you know, it's a lot of things to uh, be on top of. Um, and of course, um, Deek Jonas and Prika Chopra, they uh, just welcomed their new baby girl, Maddie. Uh, it's just adorable. Uh, and, you know, they were saying, uh, saying that there were all these, you know, cheating rumors and that they were breaking up and all this stuff. You know, I just uh, find it sad that people just can't let people alone to be happy. Like, they always have to try and stir up that, you know, there's problems, there's this, there's that, and all, all that, you know, other stuff, you know. I don't know why we can't just leave people alone to, to be happy. Um, and now, uh, in other music news, uh, so Bono, who, of course, is the front man of uh, the uh, Grammy-winning, uh, iconic um, rock band U2. Uh, he's uh, coming out, which is announced with his long-awaited memoir, which is going to be released November 1st. Um, and each chapter will be named after uh, one of the U2 hits. Um, of course, they had so many huge hits, um, where the streets have no name, Sunday Bloody Sunday, one, um, uh, just uh, so many huge hits. Uh, so uh, the book is going to go inside his life and and the many uh, hits um, of U2 and, and experiences. And of course, U2 has always been a band that is on the forefront of political and social issues and used their platform to draw attention to many causes like uh, the rainforest, human rights issues, um, women's rights. Uh, so that'll definitely be an interesting read. Uh, so, um, of course, uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So when we come back, you know, we're going to talk about um, some different brands who are doing uh, some great things to uh, support our youth in mental health awareness. And then, you know, we're going to dig in to uh, just uh, dealing with some of those issues and recognizing um, these things and, you know, just uh, dealing with life's ups and downs and and things that we're, we're all carrying on our shoulders. So uh, we're going to bounce into another musical break and we'll be back with more Style and Empowerment Chat with Lauren Friends Radio after this. I can feel the magic floating in the air 
watch the sunlight dance across your face and I've never been this swept away All my thoughts just seem to settle on the breeze When I'm lying wrapped up in your arms The whole world just fades away Feel the magic floating in the air. Being with you gets me that way. Let's go. I'm only 
Welcome back to Style and Empowerment Chat with Lauren Friends Radio. So part of empowerment is recognizing the trials and tribulations that we are going through and figuring out how to get past them and work through our issues constructively. So as I said uh, before break, May is... um, Mental Health Awareness Month. Now, in 2022, 50 million Americans uh, statistically are experiencing some degree of mental illness, which means that it is more common than uncommon in today's world to be experiencing anxiety, uh, depression, worry, um, uh, self-doubt, and, and all these uh, different emotions and, and, and conditions. Um, 11.4 million of, of Americans have experienced suicidal thoughts. Oftentimes when we're going through these things, um, we feel alone. We, we feel that we're, nobody's going to understand or that we're weird or odd for feeling this, this sadness and hopelessness. But in fact, that there are millions of people out there going through it in their own way as well. Um, and a 15.8% of our youth here in America, age 12 to 17, report suffering from at least one major uh, depressive episode. And of course, um, nowadays with the advancement of social media and all these different tools, which are supposed to bring us together, you know, children who aren't raised right, (laughs) with the right kind of Uh, morals and principles and and empathy use these tools to bully and and harass um, other kids so and and being in school can be a a trying time anyway finding yourself going through puberty trying to find what you're good at and with the pressure of going to school and all these different different feelings Um, it's very easy uh, under normal circumstances for children to be depressed um, or ha- feeling that we don't belong. But then when we have all these ways in which kids can uh, bully each other um, and all this, uh, the things going on in our world today, our, 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 our youth, our teenagers are going through, through a lot. So, you know, it's important that parents, aunts, uncles, older sisters, you know, especially that we're being keyed into the moods and what's what's normal patterns for the youth in our households and not just writing it off, oh, hey, that's just teenager, that's just moods, that's just this, because it could often be something more and deeper than that, and then maybe the child doesn't feel... Um, emotionally safe to share with their parents the depth of what they're they're going through and we know issues that aren't dealt with when we're young just grow 
uh, and, and bloom in other directions and catch up with us uh, sometimes in destructive ways later in life. Um, uh, so it's important that we're talking about these things uh, in the household and, and providing our loved ones with a foundation of support and, uh, and safety uh, to feel open to share what we're going through. Uh, so now, uh, a little bit later, we're going to uh, go more in depth about the different types of depression and how we can recognize the signs in ourselves and others. Um, but first, let's take a moment and spotlight um, some of the brands out there who have been out there doing good work, uh, creating products and uh, resources and funding towards uh, different organizations that support uh, mental health. So first off, Nike just announced this week that they are launching a podcast called No Off Season, which will be featuring conversations with um, Nike athletes, you know, the different athletes that are spokes, uh, spokespeople for Nike, uh, to show in these conversations um, those who are facing mental health challenges. Of course, if you're an athlete or you're in the public eye, but especially when you're in a, a performance uh, zone, you know, there's a lot of pressure that, that comes with that. There's lots of rewards, but there's also uh, pressure and weight on your shoulders. Well, what if I win? What if I get into an accident? You know, will people still love me? You know, and the highs and the lows that come with uh, vibrating at that high performance level. So uh, that's, uh, I think, a very awesome thing, and it makes opens up the dialogue and people feeling more relatable to share their stories when people out in the public eye who we look up to, you know, are vulnerable and saying, hey, you know, I'm battling with these same things myself. Uh, so now clothing uh, brand Kenneth Cole who is a major American fashion house that sells clothing and shoes across, um, you know, uh, to men and women across the USA in many luxury malls, dresses many celebrities. Um, they um, have formed, uh, the founder of Kenneth Cole, designer Kenneth Cole, formed the Mental Health Coalition to work towards uh, destigmatizing mental health conditions. The coalition works with mental health nonprofits like the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, uh, the Bring Change to Mind Child Mind Institute, uh, the Crisis Tax Line, the Jed Foundation, and Mental Health America. So you can donate to any of these charities at um, Kenneth Cole's website and also um, whenever you purchase um, from Kenneth Cole, a percentage of your purchase goes to these various uh, charities. Um, then we also have the uh, athletic brand Lululemon. Uh, of course, they've become synonymous with leggings, but they also offer a variety of activewear accessories 
Uh, Lula Mon has created the foundation Peace on Purpose. It's a collection of meditation tools, and Peace on Purpose also includes workshops hosted by mindfulness leaders uh, designed to help cope with anxiety, burnout, grief, and, and other you know emotional uh, conditions. Uh, which can all be exacerbated amidst crisis. Um, now, when you purchase uh, any Lululemon uh, product, you can get twenty-two percent cash back, um, and uh, you know donate to their charities. Uh, Free People, which is a women's clothing brand focused on the Bohemian style. Uh, the original Free People evolved into the larger lifestyle brand that's now known as Urban Outfitters and later reemerged as the women's clothing chain URBN. Well, Free People is a member of the URBN portfolio of brands, which is dedicated um, to making an impact for social good initiatives. One of Free People's efforts towards community and women's empowerment is their partnership with Girls Inc., uh, which is a nonprofit focused on supporting opportunities alongside personal and professional mentorship for women and girls. Uh, Girls Inc. promotes discussions of support for mental health and fighting the stigma. The president and CEO, Judy Weinberg, has called on the nonprofit's affiliates to join an effort to encourage adoption of trauma-informed policies in schools to appropriately meet uh, students' needs um, within mental health. And then we also have Athleta, um, of course, Athlet is a popular active wear brand within the Gap um, family of brands. Uh, they created the Wellness Collective, which is a comprehensive destination for digital content and for information on events and perspectives from women for women how to lead a balanced life that includes attention to mental health and self-care. Its primary focus is on personal wellness and uh, uh, bringing resources uh, to women in the community. Uh, and, and then, of course, we also um, have uh, many uh, charities uh, within our, our cities um, and it's, it's just so important not only to throw our support behind these organizations but who are uh, behind brands who are you know committed to making a difference in in our lives and uh, suicide and depression is something that hits um, people of all backgrounds, ages. Uh, and of course, Naomi Judd uh, and Miss USA uh, Chelsea Christ um, recently just um, after battles with depression uh, uh, took their lives. Um, and, and again, it goes to show no matter 
what you're going through everybody has their sadness and things that they're dealing with and you know we never want things to escalate to the point where you feel that you have um, no, no choice but to leave this earth um, of your own volition we've all had those dark places and sadness so you know we're gonna take some time after the musical break to talk about uh, all, all the different types of depression uh, that there are symptoms ways to cope with it because with any any condition the first step is being able to recognize oh wait there's a name to that oh you know I have I, I have this and we all go through through it uh, uh, you know to some greater lesser degree in our lives so recognizing it so we can give ourselves the support uh, that we need is the first important step also so we can recognize it in people in our lives and and give them the support that they need uh, so when we come back we're going to dive uh, a bit more into this important topic and give you some resources you know uh to arm yourself with as we all navigate through life together so we'll be back with more style and empowerment chat after this
As her folks drive away, her dad yells, check the oil. Mom stares out the window and says, I'm leaving my girl. She said it didn't seem like I that long ago.
different types of depression so we can recognize when we're experiencing that ourselves or when uh, people in our circles are so we can be of resource support and help so uh, the most severe type of depression is clinical or what's called major depression and this causes serious persistent feelings of sadness and other symptoms that just make it difficult to function, to enjoy life, to experience any real form of joy. And this is um, the kind of depression that requires medication um, just for the person to be able to function. Usually it is like a, a clinical chemical imbalance in the brain. Um, which then can just uh, take over your whole emotional and, and mental state. Then uh, we have persistent depression. This is a milder um, but more chronic and lasting form of depression. 
Uh, then we have bipolar disorder, which is also known as manic depression. So this is characterized as sharp mood swings, you know, deep lows, and uh, very high euphoric uh, manic highs. Um, and uh, oftentimes it's accompanied by edginess or what they call hyper-emotional reactions. And this person has the struggle just living in the middle uh, for uh, long periods of time where it's just the middle state where you're not too high, you're not too low. And again, bipolar is uh, a condition that um, usually um, requires various uh, medications to uh, neutralize and maintain the symptoms but with that you also have with the different levels of of depression that are best controlled through medication you also have to be careful because sometimes those medications can also cause other severe side effects and that can actually contribute to uh, to depression. So where we can, you know, more homeopathic um, <clears throat> treatment is always the best option, but sometimes that's not always um, the option. Um, then, of course, we have seasonal affective disorder. Uh, this mood disorder is characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. And sometimes you might have two different forms of uh, uh, depression, but seasonal depression is a very common uh, form of depression. So this depression could be brought on on a regular uh, basis at a specific time every year, like, you know, for instance, the anniversary of a loss in your life, or maybe until you heal and get past it, it could be um, the anniversary of a divorce or like a deep relationship that 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 fell apart um, or actual seasonal depression where you you get depressed at the change of the seasons um, as we know light um, is a is a big a part of maintaining our our mindset and our mood so of course and these are things often you don't even really think about and notice until you stop and think hey you know that happens to me you know remember when I was younger I used to always I, I always loved the fall you know because of the beautiful leaves and whatnot but when I grew up we lived near a park and at a certain time of the year you know the geese would be flying flying south and make all those uh, distinctive little squawks and I'd be walking near the lake and I would find myself kind of getting depressed as the summer was ending because I was always a spring and a summer girl and you know all from school and outside and activities and then I knew like as the fall was coming that meant winter and I always hated the winter and the cold and you know you're going back to school and you're grind and everything and I never really stopped to think about it you know until I was researching other things later in life oh that's a, that's a form of seasonal depression. 
and uh, of course um, that's more common in in areas of the world where you have less light so you know on the east coast it's or if you're in Alaska where you only have so much light per year you know in the seasons it's very normal that as it's turning to the winter and stuff to get depressed um, that's something a lot of us experience uh, knowing you'll be closed indoors more you know all, all those things are are normal or like I said if you have a have a, a anniversary in your life that's sad you know as you approach that time it's normal where you're gonna get depressed so that's called a seasonal uh, depression then you have psychotic depression which is a jump off of psychosis and uh, schizophrenia more um, serious mental health conditions now these these um, types of depression psychosis depression is a sadness that's accompanied by hearing and smelling things and seeing things different types of audio um, and sensory hallucinations that aren't there now um, these psychotic depressions can take weeks to pass through or sometimes longer um, uh, you know with the right uh, supports um, and then of course the other um, so you know of course psychotic depression like I said is a form of depression that's a jump off from uh, you know other pre-existing uh, mental health disorders but then there's other uh, depressions that are actual chemical depressions and so you know talking to researching and and, and talking to a, a mental health professional is the key to finding out which type of of depression do you have do you have a situational do you have something that's a branch off of another condition or is a, a chemical uh, depression which is a little bit more easy to to treat once you get the chemical imbalance um, worked out in your body so um, prepartum depression is depression that you experience through pregnancy so it's either during the pregnancy or four weeks um, following the pregnancy and you know when when we're pregnant and we're giving birth our hormones are just you know at elevated le uh, levels that they normally aren't and you know our ho hormones uh, just um, put our, our, our emotions you know all all over the place and it's not as simple as just telling someone to cheer up right when you have this this imbalance going on in your body okay and then of course you have perimenstrual depression which happens right before or after your mental cycle because you know your estrogen and progesterone are at you know spike levels and with pregnancy uh, afterwards they dip and you know so it can cause a lot of you know ramifications on your emotional uh, mindset 
and just a rush of uh, of emotions. So then we have one of the most common uh, forms of depression that many of us go through um, called situational depression. Now this is more of a short-term uh, a stress-related depression that can develop after you experience like a disappointing situation or stressful or traumatic experience like for instance um, say you were up for a promotion you didn't get you're depressed you're upset um, you know you got evicted or you know you got uh, got a demotion at work or you know lost a loved one um, or maybe you know found out that you, your partner was cheating on you or you know someone in some way you know really uh, stabbed you in the back and and just put you into an emotional tailspin of sadness um, that's called a situational depression and it means just that that you are depressed as a reaction to the situation that happened to you you know um, beyond your control the, that is making you just feel very sad hurt angry disappointed um, but as you heal from it and and process your emotions and um, work through coping skills, um, the depression lifts. So um, that's not a, a chemical depression. That's, you know, something where you're basically sad and just upset and, and, and despondent because of some things that happened to you. So, you know, we all uh, go through uh, unfair and and upsetting things so that situational depression is one of um, the most uh, uh, you know common depressions that are out there which means when you're going through it don't feel alone because a lot of other people are too you know <laughs> my dad used to say I get the depression every time I look at my bank account you know, uh, so, you know, that's, that's a depression that is a little bit more easier to kind of uh, diagnose. Uh, so now, uh, some of the symptoms that uh, all, all depressions, uh, you know, uh, carry so, so that, you know, to try and isolate, uh, you know, am I going through a depression or am I just in a bad mood? You know, the thing that, uh, that just differentiates depression from, hey, I'm in a bad mood or I'm just feeling sad because this happened um, is if it's lasting for more than two days and it's just, over, you know, overcoming your, your mental state of mind, that's, a, that's when we're crossing from I'm just mad and upset and feeling kind of sad to I'm in a depression. So, you know, symptoms of depression is just a feeling of deep sadness, a sense of hopelessness, you know, just feeling guilty about something and, and replaying and replaying the things in your mind and what you should have said and beating yourself up and, and replaying, to replaying the hurt in your mind. Because you basically you can't believe that this person did that to you and you're and then as you're replaying you're getting more angry and more sad. You know, that's that's depression.
um, loss of motivation um, and just feeling apathy and what they can also call the blahs. Eh, I don't feel like getting out of bed. Eh, eh, well, whatever. You know, like you lose your, your motivation just to, to get up to do the basic things like eating, washing, um, and, and you lose any interest in doing anything like activities. Um, a change in sleep, and that could mean you go from having regular, being able to fall asleep easy to being up and restless, insomnia, maybe just in your feelings for hours as you lay on the pillow, or on the other end of that, just as my dad used to say, sleeping your day away. You know, and just kind of withdrawing and staying in bed all day, which isn't good for you either. Unless you're having, like, you know, myself, as I said in other episodes right now, I'm super short-staffed at work. I'm working all these long, crazy hours. So when I do get a day off, you know, I spend at least half of it in bed because I'm medically, like, nourishing myself and recouping and healing my body. But at the same time, I'll be working from, from my bed you know, emails, calls and stuff, but I know this is my opportunity to rest, so I have to take care of myself. But if it's just a normal circumstance and you're just staying in bed, 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 and you just feel too sad to get out of bed and figure like, and it's accompanied by negative thoughts and hopelessness and sadness, that's depression. Um, having trouble concentrating and completing a task and just in the middle of things just drifting off into thought and it's like sad, hopeless or anxiety thoughts, that's depression. Having, we're always all, you know, worried and thinking about things and stressed out, but when you have increased level of worry and anxiety, which is leading to a sense of dread and, and panic and like the, the whole world's collapsing on you and maybe you even have like panic attacks and, and trouble breathing and you get dizzy, lightheaded, feeling disorientated, that's, that's a, a form of depression. Like we said, overthinking and replaying something in your head over and over again and regret and I should have and this and well, they did this to me and like playing the movie in your head over and over again, that's a symptom of depression. Um, feeling overwhelmed and agitated and edginess, that can also be a symptom of, of lack of sleep and just stress, but combined with these other symptoms, that is, is a symptom of depression. Mood swings, we all get moody, but like when they last for more than just an hour or two or maybe a day, no, like when it's ongoing, just being in a funk and a self-defeatist kind of mindset, that's depression. Um, having intense reactions to things. Again, if we're stressed, we're tired, your nerves are on edge, I, and I'm, I like try to self-analyze that myself, be like, look, right now my nerves are uh, fried, so if you have anything serious or complain, well, just tell me later. But, you know, when you're in a state of depression, because a part of that is feeling like the whole world is, is against you or no matter how hard you try, nothing works out and that sense of hopelessness. When people um, approach you in a, a reasonable communication way, 
you'll have like these high, high pitched emotional reactions. Like maybe you'll get angry at something to an intense level that you normally wouldn't have. Or something somebody says triggers you and then you're depressed and upset for days. Where normally if you were rested and in a good headspace, someone, you know, would say the same thing and you know oh, they're a jerk and sit in it for a minute, work your feelings, you know, but then you brush it off and you're out for the next thing. But when you're in a, de a depression and sometimes we're in it and we don't even realize it. You know, somebody does something sh shady, and instead of just, oh, that jerk, well, you're upset for days. And then you're deep in your feelings about it, and analyzing, and this, and how could they do that, and on and on and on. That's, that's a symptom of depression. Um, and, and also, um, the sense of low self-esteem, you know, beating up on yourself, you know, feeling, oh, I'm a failure, why should I try, oh, nothing ever works out for me, um, this, like, you know, beating yourself up um, and not taking the time to do things for yourself to, to make yourself feel good because your sadness and self-esteem is at such a low level, that's part of depression. Also, lack of hygiene um, and just... Um, cleanliness in your environment um, that that's that's also a sense of uh, that's a part of depression and hand in hand with depression also goes with anxiety and sometimes you know they can kind of feed into each other where um, you know you're you're not doing something because you're in a, a depression you're not cleaning and organizing your environment and then the more it goes not done the more anxious you get and, and it triggers anxiety, but then you're too, too sad and depressed or tired to do something. And that's the thing, too, is that when you're in a period of severe depression, it, it exhausts your system. Uh, you're, you're just so tired. So then the fatigue, you know, it keeps you from, you know, doing different things. And the depression, you know, can feed into the fatigue. And sometimes it can be hard to recognize, um, you know, which is which. Uh, now, like I said, all of these symptoms isolated, you know, aren't depression. You know, we all experience stress. We all experience, you know feeling overwhelmed at different points in our day or sad about different things. But what makes it depression is when it goes on for an extended period of time where it gets in the way of you doing your everyday life and activities. When you can't move past, you're just like stuck kind of like in the emotional ditch and you're experiencing multiple of these symptoms at the same time. Uh, so now that we've talked about all the different types of depressions and how to recognize the symptoms, then, you know, it's also now important to talk about how do we get past these systems, uh, these, uh, these feelings and these funks and what are some of the um, self-care and homeopathic ways that we can combat these things. So um, when we come back uh, from our musical break, 
break, we're going to dive into um, all the different ways through self-care and, and uh, self-analysis where we can lift ourselves up and through uh, depression and anxiety that many of us experience and deal with every day.
continuing our conversation uh, on depression and now let's uh, talk about <laughs> constructive ways where we can deal with our feelings and our depression and sadness from things that happen to us in our life first the first step is knowing that we are not alone that we're not the only ones experiencing uh, these feelings and obstacles and life disappointments. So it's very common and, and natural when you're going through all these things to self-isolate and go inward. But, uh, and sometimes our emotions and feelings feel bigger and the obstacles that we're dealing with feel bigger than ourselves. And I, you feel, feel shame and admitting, hey, I feel sad, I feel panicked, I feel overwhelmed, but that's the time when you really need to reach out to people in your life. And also, don't beat yourself up if the person that you reach out to maybe doesn't give you that support. Don't, don't give up and think, well, I just won't talk about it. It's just that person that you reached out to that you thought 
was more evolved, have limitations. So, you know, reach out to somebody else, um, whether it's a friend or a person at work that you feel you can can trust. Uh, reach out to, to somebody and say, hey, and let them know, you know, I'm just I'm feeling sad. It's normal. It's normal to have these feelings. It doesn't make you weak or weird or inferior. We all are having these feelings. So reach out to somebody and say, look, I feel sad. I feel overwhelmed by the things going on in my life and just hopeless, you know, and reach out for that support. The other thing is sometimes when we're going through these these feelings, depending on the type of depression, whether it's situational, whether it's manic depression, like chemical, um, you can just have this overwhelming sense of sadness and giving up, and then it's a natural jump off of that where your mind will just jump to the most negative conclusion and maybe sometimes blow it up to a state that it's not there yet. Um, and that's interwoven in the why try and all that uh, is when you're in in that that uh, mental emotional path to challenge your negative thoughts and by that I mean you you confront them in your inner dialogue and say okay I'm feeling this way why am I feeling this way what's based in, in reality uh, so the th feelings that are based in reality, then you look at using logic, to analyze, and, and to try and fix the situation, or, or you know, fix your thought patterns. Not just run away with yourself to self-defeatist mindset, and say, okay, you know, I'm I'm feeling sad and like giving up. Okay, why am I feeling like giving up? Well, what are the positive things that I can look at that are happening? And why do I feel this way? Can I, can I change to put myself in a more positive mindset, positive environment? You know, so much of dealing with things with um, mental health is developing healthy mental habits where we don't get just stuck in the rut of thoughts of pain sadness well what if and Jesus happened and this made me feel this way finding the balance of dressing those feelings and to heal yourself also trying to train your mind to be in a problem-solving and analytical mindset and can you learn from it to push yourself out of the funk self-care we talk a lot about this on the show um, but it's a big part of not only maintaining good mental health and self-esteem but when you get into you know the pits of sadness pampering yourself with self-care activates uh, their neurocenters centers in your brain that release the feelings of happiness and can lift you out of a funk and pampering yourself, that, that is, uh, is different for every person. It can mean going out and getting your nails done. It can mean buying yourself some, some nice spot uh, stuff and having a wine and face mask night. It can mean just taking a bath and putting on some of your favorite music. It can mean cooking, learning a new recipe. You know, something where you're 
getting your mind off of what's getting you down and channeling it into something positive that's making you feel good about yourself. Maybe reading a book, uh, you know, something like that. That's all, all part of self-care. Gardening, you know, doing something where you could say, hey, you know, look, accomplish that. I feel good. I'm a bad mamma jamma. Look at that. I fixed my door. Look, hey, life can't be that bad. Well, at least I did that. You know, it's these little, little steps when you're sometimes in this big funk lake of sadness, especially if you're going through grief or some other kind of big loss in your life or setback. Sometimes those little things that you do for yourself can bring in that ray of sunlight make the biggest impact because then it wakes your mind up to wait yeah there is light there is hope you know and and that's really important as we said earlier and when we're really sad um you know it's a natural human reaction oh let me turn the lights off close the blinds you know block everybody out but that's the wrong way to go because that actually will perpetuate feeling of sadness isolation helplessness it is clinically proven that uh, color and light uh, affects your mood and your mindset and being able to get to a rational logical place to lift yourself out of the sadness and seeing things more uh, from a problem-solving point of view and hopeful you know versus a the world's coming to an end everything sucks everyone sucks you know i'm drowning in my sorrows and all the shitty things that happened and this stinks that stinks which leads to anger and other you know uh, uh, emotions and sometimes if you don't have these behaviors to lift yourself out of the funk you can drown in the funk and then it just gets worse and worse so it, open the blinds the time when you feel the saddest is when you should put the most light in your room turn that cheerful music on you know uh and make him do something fun for yourself paint your room put on those bright colors sometimes it's like almost like you're forcing yourself <laughs> but then once you do that and you cross over out of the funk where it, these things are authentically making you feel lifted uh, so light sunshine getting outdoors not stuffing your feelings that is so so critical not talking yourself out of reaching out for help oh they won't understand oh they'll think I'm this oh if I tell this one they won't think of me this all all that like you know negative anxiety which boils down to I'm not worth people hearing me I'm not worth people helping me that's what you're really saying to yourself so you gotta it's really hard and that gets back to our previous point about disciplining yourself to having good mental habits when you're at your lowest that's when you have to be the most open with your feelings and if someone doesn't respect your feelings they're doing you a favor of telling you that they're a bleep and they shouldn't be in your life because anyone who truly loves you and values your life and your friendship and your play, if you reach out, look, I'm feeling really low right now. That person is going to say, okay, look, let me clear my deck as much as I can. I'm here. What's up?
want me to come over, you know, or let's just talk, I'm here, right? So not stuff it, because when we stuff, then it grows and it grows and you get in your funk and, you know, you can, it can take you to a destructive place. Other thing is don't punish yourself for your feelings, right? You, uh, you know, intrinsically have your feelings and that part of who you are, people hurt us or disappoint us or let us down. It is natural to have feelings of hurt and disappointment, resentment, anger, or we make mistakes and we regret what we did in, in situations. Don't beat yourself up for your feelings. There is nothing wrong. Feelings are natural, that they're part of how we process the things that happen to us through life. But what is important is how we process our feelings and what we do with our feelings. And do we learn from them? You know, do we heal ourselves? Do we use our feelings and what happened to us to hurt somebody else, right? You know, so don't punish yourself for your feelings. Give yourself grace. We all are learning in life. We all make mistakes. You know, if you do something that you're like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. You know, that's not how I meant to come off. Or I hurt my, somebody or I looked like a real idiot when I said or did that. You know, deal with it. Don't obsess and obsess and beat yourself up because nobody's perfect. And if you did these things not with the intention of hurting somebody, you know, um, it's okay. We, we learn from it, analyze it, and then commit to being better and, and work on internally. Okay, well, how do I be more mature? How do I be more self-aware of how my actions and communication are impacting other people? But just sitting here and like mentally punishing yourself and replaying it and saying, like insult, basically insulting yourself. You're not growing. You're actually just putting yourself in a funk. So it's important that we, you know, analyze, but we're not going to the extreme where we're just beating ourselves up over and over again and just hung up with regret. And sometimes that can be one of the hardest things to do, you know, and not replaying that, why didn't I say that? Why didn't I do that? You know, why did I say that to so-and-so? I didn't really mean that, right? But why did I do that, you know? But the thing is, you did what you did. You said what you said. You have to look at yourself. What were you going through at that time? What were your coping skills at that time? What was happening to you at that time? You know, so giving ourselves grace and learning from our mistakes, but not just hanging ourselves in this rut because then you don't grow. You don't evolve. You don't get better. You're just there in this this funk, you know, and also just realizing, like I said, that we all go through these things. You're not alone. Uh, it doesn't make you weird or weak or, or odd. All going through stress, depression, anxiety, things in life that frustrate us. But the most important thing is to be in touch with your self-worth, your value as a human being that you're here on this planet for a reason uh, and just to know that there is light through the sadness. We all get knocked down to a point where we feel like, why are we here? What's this life worth, worth living? But you know, the thing about 
life and love energy is you can never truly kill energy just changes different forms and we all have have a light within us and a purpose and all of our lives matter and our voices matter and our feelings and the things that we're going through so you know I hope uh, today if you're going through some some of these things that you know that you're not alone that you're important your feelings matter and just developing um, everyday tactics like changing your environment you know just for sometimes just forcing yourself to get out of the house go for a walk go for a swim exercise change up your diet you know because sometimes carbs and fats and stuff can or caffeine can make you more depressed or or anxiety or you know manic whatnot and just be be good to yourself and and and, and love yourself and you know just change up in your life what you need to change up it's an ongoing process you know healing and self-analysis and building up coping skills to deal with this life is an ongoing uh, ongoing challenge and uh, journey but you are worth the journey and you are worth the effort and if you're not going through it and you see these signs in somebody else it is your problem get involved reach out a hand even if someone pushes you away at first you know check in check in on your strong friends because sometimes those who are super strong on the outside are going through uh, sadness on the inside check on each other care about one another and know that you're not alone and so we'll be back with more style and empowerment chat with Lauren and friends and uh, remember that you your voice are important have a purposeful and prosperous day until next week uh, taking you out with some more music have a fantastic day trying to find my way back to you because I need a little bit of love a little bit of love a little bit of love lately I've been counting stars and I'm sorry that I broke my heart It's something that I didn't want for you But I'm stepping on broken glass And I know this is my final choice All I'm trying to do is find my path to you
just like the air. 